You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Five, four, three, two, one. I've been off on that the last couple episodes. Sorry, right. yeah, pneumonia. <laughs> yeah, blame it on that. I'm gonna blame everything on that. Hey, everybody! I am Jordan Lowe from Kapow the Pop Culture Podcast. I am Cliff Barnes, also from Kapow the Pop Culture Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Seth from my house, and we have a guest this week, mystery guest. You might be shocked that Michael couldn't make it tonight. Yeah, can you believe it? Hard-working man that he is. Yeah, setting a record for longest time not showing up for a podcast <laughs> and still supposedly being a part of it. We still didn't vote on all these things, except tonight. He's still part of the messenger. Uh, we're make, we're kind of sending a message tonight. Mm-hmm. We're doing a list, and we're not letting him vote it. Every other top ten list... He, we've, it's just been the four of us, right? Yep. Uh, well, no. Nope. No. 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 Jared. That was a pretty stupid statement you just made. <laughs> I've been saying. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great job. Way to uh, use that excuse. Anyway, uh, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Russ Cassidy. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure that was awesome. Is oh, this your first ever podcast, Russ? The, uh, yes, this is my first podcast Sweet. ever. Ours too. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it's always every podcast is our first. <laughs> so you're a friend of the family. You've known Cliff how long? Mm. Uh, since probably since I moved down here. I moved down here in uh, to Southeast Ohio in 2011. I'm originally from Northeast Ohio. Uh, I married Sarah Kidd from Lower Salem and. We wanted to raise our children down here, so that's why we're back down here. It cool. always so, comes down to Lower Salem. Yeah, somehow. So, yeah, somehow. We have a lot of Lower Salem talk. Yeah. All <laughs> Your mayor yeah. is Jared Lowe, correct? Yeah. Uh, he Coach is. Mayor. And you Coach mean vote for him. How do you feel about that? Uh, it doesn't bother me one day. An unelected I, leader you have right uh, yeah. uh, Still better than what we really have. And, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, lower sailor, lower sailor. Good enough. Lower yeah. sailor is good enough. Good enough. Down here. I was going to say, I'd, uh, I'd vote for him over the other guy. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, great job. Um, tonight is a big night. I love these episodes. I know we like doing lists every once. In a while. Everybody likes lists. I like to make lists. When they suggested the list, I said I already have it. <laughs> I felt like I didn't I have, have it. Yeah, I didn't have adequate time. Like normally, like we've been preparing. You know, get right. all my thoughts in a row. Yeah, I came up with an idea months ago, <laughs> and you guys that will won't make the make the list and like. A couple days ago, Jordan's like, hey, how about this? And I'm like, I've got mine. Clips are, oh, yeah. And they're all just like, yeah, let's just do it in two days. I'm like, great. <laughs> well, your, uh, your idea, we just do. Well, no, it's really Riverdale's fault because we have not had a free. Yeah, we didn't have time till now. We've been covering so we had pneumonia of Riverdale. Too. Pneumonia and Riverdale. Yeah. It's not we like had, you actually yeah. had to go out and like, play all of the games all over again and oh, remember yeah. how good they were. Definitely yeah. not that. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, he said we're doing games. We're doing video games. Our favorite video games of all time. I'm gonna give a disclaimer here for us. He said 
He made this list pretty fast here. He's got a lot of games he likes. We're all going to do honorable mentions at the end. We're going to read off what people on Facebook said they, their top oh, games yeah. were. It's just going to be a fun, nostalgic look at video games in our lives. And looking at these lists, there's a lot of nostalgia here. Not a lot of current games. We are not what you would call big gamers that we game all the time. We're totally up to date with everything. I'd say I'm probably the highest on there of having played more recent games than some of these lists. But that's fine because everybody's list, including my son's that I'll read here at the end, are they're all nostalgia lists. Everybody just remembers, I had fun playing that game. Yeah, I, To call myself a casual gamer... Is, is an insult to casual no. people. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty bold for me to say I'm a casual gamer. I'm barely a gamer, but I've got games that I love. I've got more than 10. I had to narrow it down. So, again, we, like all our top 10 lists, the, we're not saying these are the best all-time only no. essential games. These are yeah. our favorites, our most you have favorites. cherished memories. So we just want to tell, let you guys know what we think is great or fun. Or so your mileage may vary. Your opinions will definitely vary. We well, have, especially if people are. I mean, there, there's there's age differences. Right? So oh yeah. If you grew up in the '80s, yeah. you may have different favorites from someone that grew up in the '90s or the Absolutely. 2000s. That's so. what makes it good. That's why they're, they're going to be all different lists here. Challenge your imagination to come alive and battle with the creatures of Dungeons and Dragons. Fifty-two. You shot my battleship. <laughs> I got a bingo. What do I win? It's Operation: The Wacky Doctor's Game, where you're the wacky doctor. Battery's not included. Are you doing? My turn. Shall we play a game? We were going to start with a suggestion from Coach Mayor. I assume you got well, this as in a mayoral, the pamphlet. A mayoral yeah. decree. I, I, Coach Mayor. Yeah, I assume you got Coach something. Blowing you up next to the ball field. <laughs> it comes to the territory. Um, That's right. We, uh, he decreed <laughs> that we were to start off by saying what systems we have had or have. Um, right, because so. if you grew up in a Nintendo household versus a Sega household or a ColecoVision household versus an Atari, like, your games might be different. Right. So, you know, just right out front, we'll just let everyone know what we had growing up or what we have now. Well, just to give I'm you just going to get, get this out, I confess. I had Pong. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, I remember definitely as the first video game I ever played was my dad had a Pong machine and... Sit there and slid their slider up and down and hit that little dot back and forth, and it was amazing. I was addicted from then on. <laughs> and you said your son like collects consoles, so he's yeah. We have every, every freaking console yeah. there is. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, we've got Intellivision, Commodore sixty four, Ataris, mm-hmm. you know, all the Playstations, all the Xboxes, all the Nintendos. That's his favorite. Um, you name it. So he he loves that. He collects all the games, everything. So. I've had a little exposure to those things. As growing up, though, you know, we had the we had Pong, we had Atari twenty six hundred. Um, then we went Nintendo and Super Nintendo one and the all the PlayStation stuff. Never, never was an Xbox guy. Never had one until I just was always PlayStation. You know how they have you know games for every system, but the ones that are exclusives, I tended to lean towards the ones for PlayStation anyway, so that's just the systems I had until recently he's got got those now. But uh what about you, Jordan? Uh I started with an Atari. We had a pretty good number of games, not a ton. 
Uh, moved on to Nintendo in elementary school. Loved it to death. But when the Super Nintendo came out, we wanted to upgrade. So my Jared and I were putting our money together. How much do we... Ah, oh, we're so short. So we sold our Nintendo and all the games to get the cash to buy a Super Nintendo. And yeah. I've regretted it ever since. Oh, like, the yeah. minute I did it, I regretted it. <laughs> but I was getting a Super Nintendo. It's so much better than an old crappy Nintendo. I'm getting a Super Nintendo. I think it was $50 we sold the Nintendo. Oh, my gosh. You ripped off. But it put us <laughs> over the top. We got a Super Nintendo. So I think that might be the most represented on my list. That's what we had the longest and yeah. the, the games I loved the most. Well, what, did, what were they? What were they? When they very first came out, they were only like 80 bucks or something uh, like that. Yeah, they I mean, back in the day. I remember they... because I worked at the fair for one weekend and I made $100. And I ordered, I was a skateboarder, ordered me a Neil Blender Mini, independent trucks, crossbone wheels. Had Our a top co- 10 skateboards. Yeah. Yeah. Had it coming yeah. in the mail. And then I, a friend of mine got an NES. <laughs> and I sat over there and played it one day. And I went back and I said, when that skateboard gets here... <laughs> Don't let me open it. Send it back. I'm buying this Nintendo. So yeah, you're right. It was yeah. like between eighty and a hundred dollars. <laughs> so after Super Nintendo, we got a Nintendo 64, but it we we only ever got about half a dozen games. We never played that very much. Uh, I think we were kind of beyond it by that point. And then mostly through high school and college, I didn't play very much. But I ended up getting a PlayStation <coughs> Two. And I've upgraded to a PlayStation 3, and that's where I've stopped. I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm in no hurry to get a 4 or whatever comes next. So, again, casual. I think I own five <laughs> games for the PS3. So, again, casual. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. What about you, Russ? So, I also started out with, like, an Atari 2600, you know, Frogger, Space Invaders, everything else that under the sun that, you know, all the popular games back then, Pitfall. Um... And then, of course, the Nintendo came out, and I had two younger brothers, so we, you know, we got the Nintendo when it came out. Uh, a lot of memories with the Nintendo. Then we got the Super Nintendo, and probably wasn't. I, I actually went to the to the military. I was in the Navy from. Uh, I went to the military in '95. Thank you for your service. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I did it for the school money, so. <laughs> um. You like stories, mm. so while I was in the mil- while I was, I was in the Navy, and we had gone up to San Francisco uh, for Fleet Week, and you know we were up there for you know a few days, three to five days, I forget how long it was. We were up there, and when you're off the ship, obviously all you do is drink. I mean, everybody knows what sailors do, and so I was so drunk <laughs> going back to the ship. And I bought a Nintendo 64. You were drunk. <laughs> I bought an, I bought a Nintendo 64. And so, where our ship was, we actually had to take a ferry, uh, a ferry. That's a whole new level of drunk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a, a ferry from San Francisco to Alameda, which is on the Oakland side. I'm so tired of these cliched stories about sailors going wild and buying <laughs> so what, uh, I was waiting for the ferry boat, and I was laying on a bench, and I was holding the Nintendo 64, and I was vomiting all over the place. Who hadn't been there? And 
but I somehow <laughs> made it. Packs going up. <laughs> I made it back to the ship with the Nintendo 64 in the box and everything. And I mean, for the rest, of, I mean, the, the, the time history. I was in, the, yeah, the rest of the time I was in the military. I mean, I used to take the Nintendo 64 to the library. That TVs you yeah. could plug in game systems, and I played it on the ship. So it was kind of cool. That's awesome. But uh, then, obviously, went into. Uh, Got out, and I really didn't game too much when I got out went to college. Um, I think I had a modded Xbox that I bought from somebody. Um, but honestly, I think we played old Nintendo games on it more than we played Xbox <laughs> games. Um, now I have a PS4 that we don't play. We have a Wii sitting there, a Wii U sitting there. Uh, so many figures from the... Uh, in, uh, Disney oh, Infinity, yeah, the Disney Infinity. Yeah. I mean, all that, you know, but it doesn't get played; it just sits there. Um, you know, had a couple of the different uh, handheld, you know, from the the Game Boy to my daughter has a, a you know one of the DSXLs or whatever, mm-hmm. and I mean, I had the uh, not the PlayStation Vita, but the one that was before the PlayStation. The Vita. Um, gosh, I'm embarrassed; I can't think of the name of it. Yeah, but I mean, the the hand the, play, the PlayStation yeah, helmet, yeah, which was yeah. kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember playing Sonic on it, but I never really did too much with it. So, but the biggest thing that I've been doing, you know, that I haven't in recent time, we switched over to computer gaming. So we played Dark Age of Camelot, got into the the mass multiplayer online games, meeting people all over the world and, and playing, you know, oh, yeah. and immersive games like that. Um, I've played World Warcraft since 2006. I think when it came out, so I haven't been on much, you know, in the last few months because I've been doing other things. But that's been what I've been, you know, gaming wise. That's I, what I've been I, doing. I, I gotta think that the time that that eats up is saving you a lot of drunken console <laughs> buys. Well, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know, we always we always complain about paying fifteen dollars a month to play a game, but it's like. As much time as you play that game, what else are you going to do for fifteen dollars right. a month? Not much. Exactly. That's, that's that's a movie. Pay your bill for the server of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, close, too, yeah. I too started out with the Atari twenty six hundred. My parents bought it, and I think I'm not sure if it was eighty two or eighty three, but we had it from. A, I was very young when we got it. I remember that. Um, played that for a number of years. We had a bunch of games. Um, I was an only child, so, you know, it wasn't... You didn't have lot. to fight it anymore. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so we played that for a long time. And then I didn't get anything else until Nintendo. And I didn't get a Nintendo. It was out at least a couple of years before I ever actually moved on to that. I wasn't, Yeah, like all my friends already had Nintendo yes, before I got a Nintendo. Yes, that was me. <laughs> Um, so I had the, the NES and then I played for, I don't know, for a while, a couple years maybe, got out of it, um, pe- we moved on, did not get anything else until the 64 came out. Um, and my parents, I think they didn't know what to get me for Christmas that year. It was like, I, if I remember correctly, I think I was like 18 or 19. I had already living on my own, and, and that was my gift that year. They got us, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Like I didn't even know what it was, and um, so we played that for a long time, um, and then didn't have anything else, and to, never had a handheld, anything like that. Now, one one thing I will say: growing up, we always felt like we always had a computer. 
Um, you know, in a, in a time where a lot of families did not have one yet, we did. So I did have access to computer games, um, a lot of those, and did that probably in between the, you know, after somewhere around that Nintendo stage to, you know, before the Super Nintendo. Um, and then that was it, the 64. We had that for a long time. Used to play with a couple of my friends a lot. Um, for quite a while, we were kind of notorious for, um, we, at the time, we were like in school or had part time jobs. So we did a lot of afternoon drinking and we would go and rent because we didn't own very many games, if any. And we would rent you the that same. Drunk then. You were smart enough yeah. to just rent it. We would rent games. Uh, more on that later. And then as my son, after we had my son and he got to, you know, an older age, we got the PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember playing that when he was little a lot and then upgraded to the 3. And then eventually the 4, which we have now in our living room, um, that my kids play. So I don't play a lot. Never have. Very but. curious. I didn't hear the word Sega Genesis from anybody in the yeah. room. You know, yeah, I, I was not a Sega person. I, 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 did, I hate... We all I hate freaking Nintendo. Sonic. I can't stand yeah. Sonic. Weird. Um, so yeah, if you're waiting to hear Sonic on our top tens, you yeah. <laughs> you're well, don't hold your breath. Yeah, you, know. you may you may you're going to be missing out on Altered Beast. Yeah. I mean, we we rent. Yeah, I remember renting uh, a Genesis, a Dreamcast, yeah. uh, uh, Sega CD, even and playing those games one night here or there. And uh, but no, it never. It's. I mean, people. I think people stay loyal to their. Hmm. Brand right. like when I went to buy my PS3, I didn't do comparison shop at this versus Xbox. Like I like my PS2, I wanted a PS3, right. and the guy at GameStop tried to talk me out of it. He's like, "No, you got to go Xbox." I'm like, no, I don't really want an Xbox. I want that. Right. He's like, well, "No, but an Xbox is so much better. It does this, this, and this." I'm like, "I'm no, an analog I man. Play. I don't yeah. even care." Did he know who he was talking to? <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky I'm here at all, sir. <laughs> I've got a 13 inch black and white TV at home that is calling this PlayStation. Do you have the thing you have to screw into the back of the TV? The two tones? RF adapter. There you go. Um, alright, so anyway, we, when we do this list, we have to determine who's starting it, so who gets to finish with their number one last. So. And we can't do rock, paper, scissors because Cliff threw fangs last time. Yeah. And he, we knew he'd win, and <laughs> I know he's going to do it again. He give us the Riverdale fangs, and I'm not going to be able to argue with it. So we're just not doing it. So I suggested if we had any dice, and I was like, well, I happen to have probably a die for every number of people. <laughs> and so we're gonna pull this four side die out, and Jordan, you just roll it. You're, oh, you're gonna on be, the velvet. You're, 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 roll, you're one, two, three. I'm four. Whoever, whoever okay. gets it goes first. These are the lowest stakes I've ever yeah. given. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should video this for this is officially the lowest stakes roll ever. What's the most you ever lost on a dice? Four, four. Seth so goes I'm first. starting. I don't know what that means as far as who finishes, but. Okay, so there you go. Just there's your continuity with the solo movie and we have mm-hmm. dice. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all. It means nothing. And Cliff's also going to put in drops for each number, like he did before. Oh, like ten. Man. He's going to find some famous use from the like the. It'll have 10. like a whole rolling yeah, sound, like, like rattle. Oh, it'll be awesome! I can't wait. <laughs> keep, uh, keep going. Keep going. 
You should. I'm going to be sending this off to an editor. <laughs> do the count from Sesame Street. Oh, oh, gosh. oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> No, do it. No, it should really come from a video game. He should be very. Oh specific. yeah, on yeah. theme. Yeah, right. You're right. You really need to start thinking about this club. We can't do think of everything. I remember this is like two months. You're like, are you ever going to put this podcast out? I'm like, no, oh, no, I'm no, not. Don't no, get all the sound no, effects. No, I will it. be like, you take your time because I know how good it's going to be. These people are just like drooling. They can't believe how good it's been already. They're going to listen to it. They're going to be like, Michael's been gone for six months already. Why is it taking so long to get this podcast out? Jordan still has pneumonia. <laughs> All right, so I am starting it off. So let's get cracking here. Yeah, let's do that. Number ten. And as usual, per my rules, because everything is my rules, everyone just agreed to it at some point. So we'll go with it. Um, like I voted for the mayor. Yeah. If uh, oh, you don't vote for the poobah. <laughs> if there is. Something on someone's list we get to that it is higher on someone else's list. We just will wait and talk about it then because it's even more important to that next person. So we don't want to talk about it until they can join in. So my number ten, I it was the one that was I almost I had games I could have put in here, but I wanted it mentioned with because I really enjoyed playing this game. It's a game from the Nintendo 64. Let's see. It's from 1996. And I saw you guys had some similar things. But this is the OG Star Wars 64 game from the book Shadows of the Empire. Hmm. It was a great game. It had the first... It was known for that first level. <laughs> it is known. <laughs> it is known. That first level was hot. And you got you got to fly the snow speeders and go out and take down the adats and we played that level over and over. So was, and it, over. was this early in the in sixty four? Like where you're getting those brand new graphics and it's such an yeah. upgrade. Oh yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, the graphics. But in, in the, yeah. back then, back then it was like three D. Every everything felt like had such dimension to it. But that was such a weird campaign. That was. Shadows of the Have Empire. you read the book? I've got it's in the living room. I, I, I don't do, think I ever did. Yeah, this is set. It's a it's a good book. If you like Star Wars, yeah. and you read, that's the problem. You know? Well, see, no, uh, picture. no pictures. I was going to say, are there no pictures? pictures? No, no pictures. it's set between set between Empire and Jedi, Hans and Carbonite. So they created a new character, There's a new bad guy, Prince Zizor. There's a right. new character, Dash Rendar, who is basically Han Solo for yeah. this book and this game. And he has a ship called the Outrider that looks suspiciously like the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> On the next podcast, Seth reads Shadows of the Empire. <laughs> Right. Uh, uh, but basically, that's it. He's there just the duration of that game, and it's it's clunky and stuff. But I, you know, I love Star Wars, and I just loved getting to play. All I thought was I, I got to play this Hoth over and over and over. I got to take down these hats over and over. It was so much fun. So yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah anybody I, else play it? Yeah, yeah I, I remember. I mean, there was the book. It was the game. They had a toy line. They actually had the three and or three and three quarter inch uh, figures. Um, but mostly, what I remember from that was one time I, w- I was in high school. I was a senior in high school. My wife and I were dating, and she took me to a party because um, we went to different schools. So I went to where Jordan graduated from uh, a party 
uh, her friend was having out there. I with probably, a bo- I probably wasn't there. You probably weren't there. Um, but it was in like somebody's <laughs> basement. <laughs> we're some playing in sixty four. Yeah, and I just remember sitting there because I didn't know anybody and just playing that game because they had it set up. And like I, I was like, oh, cool Star Wars game, and that's all I remember about that party. <laughs> you found what you were gonna do, Jordan. Your all number right. ten. Would you believe this is not on anyone else's list? Shocking. I, I, I warned you not to. Um, <laughs> I had kind of the same criteria Seth did. Like thinking back, what games did I spend hours and hours and hours playing? Like so, I think that's most of my top ten list is basically. What games kept me glued to the TV? Mm-hmm. It's it's you know it might not again you not may not be your favorite but um so I said we start started with Atari in my house and I wanted to throw something Atari on here even though I have not you know crystal clear memories of a lot of the games we had but there's one it was the first thing I thought when I think Atari it was the first thing I thought of. And I wasn't sure anyone else even knew this game. Oh, yes, we did. And I posted something in Messenger, and both these guys perked up like, oh, sweet. Uh, the game was Sequest, where you're in a submarine, and you have to go underwater and rescue the divers and avoid the sharks and other evil submarines. Yep. And go up and get oxygen and drop off the divers. Very simple game. It's just one screen. And it's just moving around and avoiding sharks yep. and blowing up sharks with your with your gun. So I don't I don't I don't remember if we had a dozen Atari games. I remember maybe three of them, and this one is the most crystal one in my head. I just remember loving this game and being disappointed when the Roy Scheider Jonathan Brandis show came out, and it was not based on that video game. Well, you know the reason you were all gung ho to blow up those sharks is because of the bad name that they gave it. And right, Jaws, Jaws yeah. yep. messed me up. <laughs> no, I got excited. So this game is known. Yeah, it, it is known. Yeah. People like this game. Yeah. I got really excited because I didn't think very many people knew this game either. In fact, just a couple of months ago, I don't. I think I told the story about. Getting the my old Atari twenty six hundred out with the family and stuff, yeah. and I actually have my cousin, my older cousin Jamie's his original copy of Sequest for Atari original copy at my house. And the the only thing I like, we used to play the game. And that was his favorite Atari game, I think. And the only way, the big long story short, that was the game that you know he had the little black and white television thirteen inch hooked up to the Atari. And one day after school, he tells the story. One day after school, he came home and he was playing Sequest. He was playing, 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 playing for a long time. And you know how Atari games were? They just went on forever. Mm-hmm. They were just infinite. Yeah. And this particular day, he played the game until it, like, stopped. <laughs> you got a kill screen? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, everything, like, froze up. <laughs> and he was like, this is... The greatest thing ever, you know. He, he's not all that old at this point, and he's like, "I'm not going to touch it until mom comes home." And he waits till his mom comes home. He's like, "You're not going to believe this. You got to come look at my television. I beat the game." And she's like, "Yeah, okay, huh?" <laughs> mom, freaking mom, just a mom thing. But yeah, he he was the one that he got to the end of Sequest. So that's great. That's but my Sequest story. I googled it. Just you know, I was checking up. A year it came out and like reading up about it and I, I clicked on what I thought was information about it and it was like an emulator it's like play Sequest 
I was like, oh, wow. Half hour later, <laughs> I'm still playing. That's what like, you did that day. I love these simple... They're so simple that they're timeless. Like, yeah. you can sit down now. A four-year-old could play it or someone as old as me. So, <laughs> thank All you, right. Atari. <laughs> so... Russ, I got, I got to tell you, for uh, your number 10 here, we're already going to have to pass you over because somebody has a higher Ooh. on their list. Wow. So got to haze could, the rookie. You can, yeah, you can. <laughs> we don't want to hear what you have to say when you're number 10 yet. But when we get to theirs, definitely join in and express your love. Hopefully that my whole list is like that. Everybody has one. <laughs> I'm a doubt it. Uh Cliff, your yes. number 10 is on somebody else's list higher. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you're kidding me. I would have never guessed. Oh, uh, so you can't talk about it either. Okay. Back to me. This is like the worst <laughs> game of sorry ever. It, it really is. is. Wah, wah. I just got, we've just got two skip cards in a row. Yeah. No whammies. <laughs> yeah. Well, now we do that thing where the next person starts nine. Yes. Or, yes. Now okay. we, yeah, you're right. Now we switch it up did, and you start. I start nine. I just you're talked. Right. Correct. Good job. Okay, uh, nine. I want to reiterate, these are not the most critically acclaimed games. These are the games you love. Okay, enough caveats. (laughs) This is your faves. I have mentioned this game before on the podcast. I don't remember in what context, but I love the 2003 game from PlayStation 2, Evil Dead, A Fistful of Boomstick. (laughs) I remember this. It, uh... It was the sequel to a game I never played called Hail to the King. I never played it. And it had it had a sequel called Regeneration, which I love this game so much. I bought the sequel, played it for like an hour. The gameplay was completely different. It was terrible. I don't think I ever picked it up again. But th- somewhere in the middle was this sweet spot. <laughs> it had Bruce Campbell doing his own dialogue. And it the, throughout the entire game is hilarious. He just gives such a good performance. Of course, you get the chainsaw. You start off, you know, you pick up the chainsaw, and you can just adapt. You, know, you can have, you, like, melee weapons with each hand. So, you know, you right. have a chainsaw in one hand, and you can get a shotgun or a shovel. You can wang somebody with a shovel you if you want. You wang them with a shovel. And the pistols that you, you upgrade your guns as you go. Um, the coolest thing about it were the spells. You, you know, you'd get, you look in the book. And cast a spell as days, Ash huh? does in the movie, what are those and it would just be you know, the first spell would be triangle, triangle, like and it you know, shoot a blast of oh, energy. Mm-hmm. And then as it goes, it gets so more complicated, and it's a harder pattern. Find some more ammo, and the spells get more complicated and more powerful. But if you know the movie, Ash can never remember the spells he has to say. So if you get the pattern wrong. Ash screws up the spell. Oh, great! And he An says something account. colorful, <laughs> and then like gets knocked on his butt. So it's it adds an extra. It's not just you know taking a hit point of damage, or it, it's like an in character sort of moment. But um, oh, and one of the spells was a possession spell, and when you did it, it did the Sam Raimi like tracking shot from mm. the movies where yeah. you like go through the house. It, like yeah, so it just. All those little touches just made it feel like part of the movie. And there were you know, crazy puzzles to solve and doors to unlock. And it was the first game I ever... I made, like the Poobah's little notebook, I made a, a key of how to beat the puzzles to go back later. This and like a fine size. <laughs> it's a satchel. <laughs> so just I, I just... I just remember playing that game for hours and hours and just enjoying every minute of it. So I don't know what the reviews were like from critics, I, but I... You're the only it. one I ever heard of it from. Okay. Uh, it seems like a very Jordan game. I love it. Russ, back to you. You get to say something this time. It's your number nine. Well, I think that's probably because not, you know, you guys 
aren't big computer gamers, so uh, I I beg to differ. Really, <laughs> uh, I've done my share, but uh, I did not. I've never done one of these types of games on there where you. But just tell us all about it. So uh, Blizzard's World of Warcraft. Um, like I said, it's been around since 2006. Blizzard's done some really good games. I mean, Diablo, Starcraft. I mean, all of those those franchises have been really great. But uh, we've been playing. MMO, when I say we, my wife and I have been playing MMORPGs for many years, um, since just a few years after I got out of the military, and World of Warcraft, I think, sucked us in pretty, pretty good. Um, just, the big, the biggest thing with that game is, you know, with any of those MMO games, is you're, you're interacting with other real people. Um, That's why you, I avoid them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, if you watched South Park, the the whole Make Love Not Warcraft yeah. uh, episode was a pretty famous episode, and uh, it summed everything up pretty good, right down to the 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 guy uh, on the other end, you know, killing everybody. So it was pretty pretty crazy. Um, it, it's a it's a good game. It's been around a long time. There's a reason why it's been around a long time. Um, Insert Leroy Jenkins drop. I, I yeah, was already yeah, thinking yeah, about exactly. it. Leroy! <laughs> <laughs> than we usually do. Uh, All right, thumbs up. Ready, guys? Let's or... do this. Leroy Jenkins! Oh, my God, he just ran in. But, uh, no, so that's that's it's one of my, my top games because I've literally spent like 10 years playing it. You invest it. a lot of time in games. Like, yeah. I mean, there's just endless quests to you, do. And you just, like you said, said there's... Some people that, like Jordan said, he does not want to play with a bunch of other people online. He doesn't right. know. And there's a lot of people that get so much out of yeah, that. Yeah, he know? doesn't want to hear how everybody loves his mom and everything. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's pros and cons to it. But it definitely, if you get with you know the right group of people, yep. you can yep. have an amazing time and really get to make friends. Yeah, you know? yep. and, that, that's, and that's what it is. It's all about you know building bonds with, with people. But... Uh, well, I've never understood about those kind of games. How has it evolved in a decade plus? Well, and, like, and that's the thing. Games from 10 years ago, the graphics aren't very good. Like, does it keep evolving as you... Every once in a while, every few years, they'll release a different game engine that makes the graphics, mm. you know, okay. newer. Okay. Um, but for the most part, it stays pretty much the same. And that's why... But it's the, so open-ended, you're never going to... Well, no, you do. No, exactly, you do. I mean, what happens is right now with these games, so there's an expansion coming out in August. Mm -hmm. So in August, they uh, you'll get 10 million people come back to this game. Yeah. Right. And they will play it for six months, and they will basically do all of the content. And then the next expansion doesn't come out for you know 18 months. Usually it's every, every 18 months or so. Okay. So... That's what happens is they play it for six months and then they drop off. And that's fine. I mean, you need a break sometime. And it's like, then you turn around and you're like, okay, now I'm re-energized. I've got all this new content, just like yeah. with any kind of game. You it, know, so. Exactly. So that's what happens. I mean, you, it, you go from 12 million subscribers down to literally like, you know, two to three million people playing the game, which right. is still a lot of freaking people. Right. But they're yeah. not making but, the same amount of money. As yeah, Exactly. But I mean, well, a lot of people subscribe, and now they've made it so that, like, when your character earns gold in the game, you can actually redeem that for playtime. 
Oh, that's mm. awesome. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. that's, that's a, a good really idea. good system. Yeah. Cause yep. some, a lot of people waste that, uh, there's no use for that, no real world use. I gotta ask, uh, have you strictly played one character or do you have multiple characters? No, no, I actually ended up, uh, like my account, each account holds like I think 12 people and I had 12 max level characters. Um, I, but you I've, got a guy. There was a guy. I, I've playing. always, in every game that I've played, I've always liked like a paladin type of character. Yeah. You know, the yeah. I like the guy that carries a shield, maybe a big war hammer. Not a complicated and, or, uh, right, sorcerer you know, or whatever. It, no, yeah. no, no, no. I, I just, just smash. Yeah, you know, just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I used to have a kid. He was in high school at the time that worked for me. And uh, he was huge into World of Warcraft. And he used to develop characters and then turn around and sell them all the time. Yeah. And make a oh, lot yeah, of cash. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there was the, Blizzard pretty much put the kebab on that. Yeah. I mean, but there were, there was a time where people would max a character out, get the best armor on it, and then sell it for $400 on yeah. eBay. Yep. And that's crazy. How do you transfer that? Like, how's that work? No, you sell the whole account. They would, oh. they would basically because it was so cheap to buy an account. You spend twenty bucks for an account, level the character, and then sell the account. Um, you know, on eBay for four hundred. I remember a lot whatever. of controversy too, like gold farming, where the big people. Well, that, that is still, that's that's still a big thing. Yeah. You know, the Chinese gold farmers. So basically, yeah. what happens is, you know, the the, the sweatshops in China. That's something you they, never thought you'd hear on they, this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> they bring in, they bring in all of the, you know, they have all these kids basically playing these games, yeah. and all they do is just sit there and kill boars. You know, and, to, and collect money, and then they when they've got stockpiles of money on every server. And then, you know, for $30, you know, 30 American dollars, you can buy, you know, 20,000 in-game gold. And that yeah, is hilarious. It's, it was, <laughs> it was big. I'm not going to say that I did not do it at times. So, I mean, because to me, I was, I was a Perpetuating cat. the sweatshop gold farming. <laughs> Uh, hey, I you know I looked at it you know when you have those uh, those commercials on late nights you know where you can you know send a, a child in Africa two dollars <laughs> you know this is this was my contribution yeah, I was you know true. I was helping these little Chinese kids out um, you right. know by yeah. by sending them money I'm like hey if they're gonna be playing this game anyways farming this gold I'm gonna help them. I'm going to make it profitable for them and tiny hands can push tiny buttons the, right yes. <laughs> all right, that, that's allegedly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's moving on. We have Cliffs number nine. Yes, this is actually um, one of the first games I thought of: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, oh. the arcade game. Oh. With the four players? Yes, where you can spin the guy around and throw him at the screen and their face smashes on the front of the screen. (laughs) So, yeah, so my big memory of this game, because I I wasn't a huge gamer, but I remember Hills the Department Store in Marietta had this game. That was the only store I liked going to (laughs) on shopping day. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you need Simon Hills, Mom? Yeah, they they had a good toy set. They did. Um, So I used to save my quarters up. And as many as I could get, um, just to play this game. And I remember, I specifically remember one day, uh, like one, it was probably a Saturday, we went in, and I was like, and I had probably like $10 worth of quarters that day. And I stood there and played that game. And, you, and the cool thing was, is because it was four players, people, 
could just come in and stick a quarter in and yeah. jump into the game. Complete randos would just jump into your game. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can't even take that. <laughs> you play Blizzard. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, like three other people on a game with me. I can't imagine three million. Whoa. Right. <laughs> Don't touch me. You're in my space. Yeah. Stop killing my boys. This board. is similar to, like, the X-Men game. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, very similar. That's the one I used to always play. But Hills didn't have the X-Men game. I know. They yeah. had I forgot the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I forgot about the Hills part yeah. of it, but you had to, yeah, had so, to be there. Yeah, so I can even, like, remember remember the smell of the Hills popcorn? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So you get the Take smell of the, the big <laughs> bag the of popcorn going, and a $10 roll of quarters, and... You know, an hour hills, and you were you good to get to go. some kid in there to collect his quarters. You know, you get a lot more quarters than that. <laughs> or you need a kid to like farm your yeah. pizza farm, yeah. right? Like, yeah, all the pizza I need Indian pizza farming. Um, <laughs> there's our title. Yeah, <laughs> Indian pizza farming. Yeah. Right. So I believe I looked it up. This game came out. Um, this version was right around eighty eight, eighty nine. So that would have been would have made sense to me. Would have put me right in that wheelhouse. But yeah, that's right as the turtles were exploding in popularity. Right, right. So yeah, that's my number nine. Awesome, Vanilla Ice. <laughs> <laughs> so my number go ninja, nine go ninja, go. is from. You have to play that song. Now. No, let's see. <laughs> awesome. My number nine uh, is The Last of Us. It's from a few years ago. It's a PS3, I think it originally came out on. Um, it's a post-apocalyptic type game with uh, Joel and Ellie, the girl. And it, it's, it's he has to escort this girl... Yeah. Through this world, there's a it's a zombie type game. There's a an infection, a lot of sick people. Have any of you guys played this game, The Last of Us? No, it's on my radar. It's one I'd like to I'd like to play. Well, since there's a sequel coming out, I, I'd say it. The reason it makes the list because besides the fact that I, I just like that type of game going around, you know, I am very uh, anything I play. I like a story. I want to. I'm more entertained by a story than just straight action, you know. And there's a very good story to this game. Uh, the ending, it is known for its ending. It's uh, it's it's very uh, it's kind of controversial. It's like I you you don't know how you feel about what just happened, and and I definitely recommend it to anybody if you guys are if you think you would like something like that. I, oh, so kind of like Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, it's an uh, acquired. No, taste. it's better. Um, but anyway, I just love the ending, and I, I love the game. I like a lot of things they did with it. But it's Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog uh, company makes a lot of. Uh, they do Unchar- the Uncharted series also. It's just really beautiful games. I can't wait wow. for The Last of Us Two was announced recently at E3. Um, they gave us a trailer. With it. We knew it was coming, but now we got a trailer. And I, Ever I can't stayed a place like this? Before. I like that these modern games have become more story driven and more, you know, it's not repetitive, just action. It's, you know, they, there's always the controversy. Are video games art? Well, I think they're obviously. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, the amount of people. You ever watch the credits to a game? That's half the point. When you win a game, yeah. what do you do? You sit there and watch those dang credits. 
You don't even need a trailer at the end. You that's your reward, mm-hmm. and you get you see all the people that did it, made the game, and it, those numbers go up every time. There's they're spending more than they're spending on blockbuster movies because they make more money than those blockbuster movies make. So it's that gaming is big. If you didn't know, you heard it here. <laughs> So, I, I'm yeah. so hoping a lot of really hardcore gamers tuned in for the first time are like, oh, these guys are finally talking about video games. That's what I love. Oh, yeah. And they are pulling their They're hair. They're going to hate us. Hey, have you guys ever heard of The Last of Us? They're like, oh, my God. You guys <laughs> Whatever. Casual. Yeah. Uh, okay, we are on to our number eight. And we're starting with Russ. What's your number eight? Eight. Yay. So, this was the Nintendo Wii Paper Mario. Yeah, I don't know what that was from. Paper Mario was uh, actually my wife and I. We were married, and uh, the Wii just came out. Actually, no, it had been out for a while. I don't. Even, I held off buying it. Sarah was big into Mario, and Paper Mario came out, and it was just. It was just. It caught our attention in the commercials. I mean, I just remember seeing Mario up on the on the fence, and then he's at a certain point in the fence, and it rotates around, and then you're on the back of the fence, crawling across the fence. And it definitely looked different than any other Mario you've seen. You're just before. like, what? <laughs> um, so, I mean, there was a lot more complexity to the game, but uh, we spent so much time until we beat that game. Sarah so <laughs> will just not let it stop. Um, so we did. We, we finished it, but it was... Uh, which, is, like I said, there was just so much time invested into that into a right. Mario game. Yeah, right. Oh, the, I a, a lot of these games on our list are, are going to be games that we put a lot of time into, and it's like oh, you yeah. definitely remember if it was good enough for you to do that. It's, yep. it's you know, it's obviously got something to offer. I never played that. I, never, I, I mean, I, I love Mario, but I just never. Well, I didn't get a Wii when it came out right away, so. But yeah, I missed that one. It was, I mean, there there were nights I'd go to bed, and I, you know, and I'd wake up and Sarah's still playing. I'm just like, what, <laughs> what are you doing? She's like, I have to beat this. <laughs> Happy anniversary, so, by the way. Thanks. Oh for, yeah, thanks no, for coming. Thanks. Uh, yeah, we've been together since '90. I got out in the military, out of the military in '97, and we've been together since. Oh, that's why she let you come tonight, because it's like, whatever, we've been married long enough. (laughs) We don't need anything fancy. Well, uh, last weekend, uh, her and Caitlin went and watched uh, Incredibles 2 without me, so I stayed home and watched the the twins. Now, wait a second, you you got married in 97? No, 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 we got married in 2001. Oh, I thought you were going to say 98, and I was going to be like, so on your 20th anniversary, (laughs) you're here. (laughs) No, no, we got married in 2001. When you get the call from Kapow. Yeah, I always you gotta wondered. drop everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I always wondered I, what anniversary was the podcasting anniversary. Seventeenth, seventeenth. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I, I told Sarah, I'm like, hey, look, Cliff invited me. I'm not missing this uh, because it's, it's one of those things. Where, right under there. It's, 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 it's one of those things. You know, it's like, you look, One's you, 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 you get that call, you got to go because right. um, I assume you. Pick, you know, I know we picked up a red phone over here, yep. we, you know, the rust phone, and we called. And we, when you get answered yeah, that, you, you answer. It, I'm like, hey, this is a spotlight in the sky. I'm like, if I if I don't go, I will probably never get an invite again. Oh, so if, yeah. <laughs> that's how it works, folks. I, I gotta, gotta yeah. say, his technical computer prowess is already. 
past Michael, and I'm going to say his dedication has just skyrocketed past <laughs> yeah, Michael. Yeah, we've, we've already stated he definitely laid it out there. If you're supposed to be here and you don't come, you're not invited anymore. Michael. So, fans, ch- chime in. <laughs> Who loves Russ more? <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> we need your votes, everyone. All right, so now we're moving on to Cliff's number eight, which happened to be Russ's number ten. Oh, awesome. Sweet. Joust. Joust. So we're talking, whenever you name a game that was the arcade game, that's what you're talking about, like the stand-up arcade. Is that how you remember it? Do you remember playing the arcade game? Are you guys even old enough to be playing? I do remember the arcade game. I'm actually... The Nintendo. Atari 2600. Really? See, I'm Nintendo. I'm the Nintendo Nintendo version. Oh, wow. Yeah, See, I never I'm old school. I these games on, on system. I played them like you're supposed to. Well, what number is it on your list, Seth? <laughs> to be not. chiming in so hardly. I'm saying. <laughs> I loved it in the arcade. Yeah. Yeah, for me it was definitely Atari 2600, um, which is a lot of my list. This one came out in 1982 originally. Um, and it wasn't the first to feature two-player co-op, co-op play, uh, but this was, I guess, the game that kind of made that popular. So, of course, you were a uh, you were a, a knight, and you, and you and you rode an ostrich, a big flying like ostrich, <laughs> right? A big flying ostrich, and you had to get the buzzards. Um, but the cool thing I always loved about this game is. This was like the first one I remember that you could like attack each other and you could yes. kill each other. Yes. That was the big thing with this game. You had to yep. be a little higher than the other guy, right? Right, right. Yeah, you had to be a little higher. Um, you had to in come order down to, and yeah, yep. at the angle. And and this was, you know, this was a time uh, in Atari games where the movement was very basic. Up, down, side to side, that type of stuff. You had a joystick. One button joystick. That was... Every game, and uh, we liked it. That's right. We didn't. We didn't know any better. But this game, the the ostrich wings flapped, and you flew, and you could change. Yeah, yep. it had the cool sound effect, and you could change your direction, and you could lay off because you hit the button, and he would flap his wings, and you would you you could go up and just kind of drift. You could drift, off, yep. off the button, and he would start to come back down, and, and then you could come right back down on the buzzard or the other player this and is knock the most him excited out. Excited! I've seen Cliff and so the, so, so, <laughs> he's so getting the, so worked up. In the Atari oh, version, could you go off the side of the screen and come on the other yes. side? Yeah. Yeah. So in the Nintendo version, basically, in the middle there was a ho- like there was like two levels. Right. In the game. And there was a hole in the middle, so you could drop down to the lower level and get the buzzards down there. But you could jump over that hole and keep going, and you yeah. would go fast. Yes. Yeah. Like, just really fast. Speed. Yeah. And, uh, my, oh, my goodness, I had two younger brothers, and, you know, we're trying to play the game, and they're busy killing you. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, there was, it was the source of so many fights and arguments because they're like, damn it, why are you keep killing me? <laughs> Yeah, great game. Um, immediately came to mind. Uh, yeah, I just and like I said, we dug that Atari out a few months back, and with my cousins and some family, and that was one of the first ones we put in. And as soon as like you know, you hear that sound, and you're like, oh my gosh, our, this you know just flooded with aggravation. Yep. And, 
and you know laughing because you just got the other player and yeah great game classic game and was a key plot point in Ready Player One the novel mm-hmm. it yes. was not used in the film Craig it was it was on the screen I think there was a poster point. up somewhere think, in one of the rooms playing in his yeah. room or something I think if they had like filmed a live action like joust scene Cliff oh, would, that man. would have been Cliff's number one oh, movie of the year probably still be there. I probably wouldn't have went and saw that movie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alright my number eight uh, this is the only arcade game on my list um, do, you, do you guys remember we we had our Couple arcades in Marietta. You guys remember it? We had I remember the one down at the the crappy one down at the fairground. Oh, in the tent. Yeah. Or are you talking? No, no, no. Oh, it's Blair's. No. Blair's. Yeah, Blair's. Blair's yeah, had the but mini, yeah. I do remember golf. the tent arcade. Yeah, the, the tent. Fair. Yeah, they always yeah. had a bunch of things at the fair. But yeah, Blair's had a little arcade down there. I used to play video games down there all the time. Yeah, so when I was in the Navy, we used to have to take our laundry off the ship on base and do our laundry at a laundry facility. Well, they were cool enough to have a really big arcade right at the laundry. So you drop your laundry off, you go yeah. play the arcade oh, games. Yeah. I loved arcades. Oh, man. We had one in Big Lots uh, Center all the way at the other end. Yeah, I don't... I've heard... Somebody else brought that up. I don't remember that being down there. It was. It was. It was There, there was a few kids in town. A good friend of mine was there all the time. Like, he played there all the time. There was... The main one I remember was one. It was around where Wendy's is on Pike Street. Mm-hmm. I think around where that car lot is or something. It was TJ's Arcade. I had one of my birthdays there. Like It was just full of all the classic games, Centipede and all those and everything. Anyway, I just thought I'd touch on what we did have around here. Of course, the one at the mall back in the yeah, day. Yeah, I remember the one at the mall. down one of the aisles. Yeah, the side aisles, yeah. Back when they did that. But um, the game I'm talking about, when I was 16 years old, I got my first job. And we had one video game machine in there. And in the summer of 88, I waited tables at lunchtime for about two, three hours, me and a friend of mine. We made our tips. You could never make any kind of payment work at waiting tables as a kid because you spent all your money as soon as you got off work. <laughs> we didn't even leave the place. Uh, we might walk over to Estee and get some cigarettes, a uh, candy bar, but we came back and stood in the lobby and played Shinobi. Chinobi. Oh yeah, I remember that. And oh. if I could own one arcade game in here, it would be Shinobi. It was so simple, side-scrolling ninja game where you th- throw throwing stars at guys. Uh, and the, there was always known for the bonus level where the ninjas are jump coming towards you and you're trying to kill them all, get an extra life. But we just played and played and played that game, and I, I loved. Love that game. It's not anything stupendous, but I have such nostalgia for that summer playing that game every day. Didn't they have a? Didn't they have Afterburn there too, or was it Altered Beast that was there forever? Ah, I'm talking. Where, the where one I was talking? at was where East of Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, I don't remember it being there at the time I worked there. I was only there for less than a year. Mm. Anyway, but. Altered Beast was one that I played in the arcade. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a good game. Yeah, that Metal Slug. <laughs> yeah. There's so many yeah. classic arcade games. All right. So, now we are... Jordan's number eight. This didn't come on anybody else's list? It did not. I don't think so. It did on one of our uh, listeners. A, a version of this? Didn't... Uh, nope. Not on anyone's top ten. Wow. 
I, I like the series. Mo- many of the, this is a long running series, and many of these I saw on top ten list multiple entries. So wow, I got to do justice to the whole series yep, with no, one entry. No pressure. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, 2002. The uh, I didn't realize this was. It, I looked at Wikipedia and said it was the sixth in a series, so it had been around. Mm-hmm. It was Obviously, very it was little. Different. It was just yeah. like an above. A top view, really tiny. Yeah, I was just going to say, the 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 only version of uh, Grand Theft Auto that I ever played was the original, which, I mean, looked like freaking Minecraft, you know, back (laughs) in the day. Yeah, I was shocked that it had been around that long, but this was the one where it leapt into what we know today as Grand Theft Auto. Uh, It was set, this is the one set in the 1980s, Uh, everything looks like Miami Vice. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Great Ray Liotta does the main character's voice. We've got Tom Sizemore, Lee Majors, Danny Trejo, and Luis Guzman. So they brought in Star Power. And Wikipedia says at 8,000 lines of recorded dialogue, over 90 minutes of cutscenes, and 9 hours of music. More than 113 songs and the fake commercials they made up. So... You could just cruise around and listen to the radio in the cars and just enjoy the Miami scenery and stuff if you wanted to. But it was a game. I had never seen anything like it. Um, that style of gameplay, that open world. I mean, it's known for the controversy and the violence and moms, you know, protesting it, but. Beating the hookers? Yeah, basically. <laughs> So that kind of put it on everyone's radar. Everyone would know this game for that reason. But I, me and my brother and my neighbor, we would play that for hours. And we barely played the story. It, we would just like, can you get that motorcycle up the fire escape? See if you can. <laughs> and we just did the craziest things. We, you know, jump ramping cars over cliffs and just like, just seeing how far you could push this world. And it always surprised you. Well, yep, I guess I can get away with that. I so, think GTA was the Eminem of, uh, <laughs> Of video games. <laughs> so much controversy. I think so. But yeah, then San Andreas and you know, it just game after game. Yep. Yeah, I never, And they're always like top ten of the year yep. awards. Right. They're I always regret not awards. playing Vice City. It, it, I was sure I was busy, you know, with a girl or something dumb. I should have been playing video games. <laughs> you know how you miss, just totally miss a movie or a game or something. Yeah. Uh, it's just a whole, um, yep. I missed that one, but I did, that's the only one I ever Played that actually bought and played was the the last one GTA Five, and it was you know it just was that and more you know just a further version of it. That sounds like the more you know Vice City is just known as a more uh, it's got a real personality yeah, to it. Yeah. This is more of a normal type you know world, but it's still unbelievable. Like some of the acting in it, the story, everything. Uh, is so good. I, I really enjoyed. Yeah, GTA you can 5. just you can tell the, the the amount of detail and and craft poured into this game that just I said it was. I, I put that game. I was like, I can't believe this is even a video game. And I, I don't know. If, you know, again, we're casual. I don't know, but it has always felt like one of the first games to have that. Just go do anything. Just go yeah. open world type sandbox. Just play in this world mm-hmm. and. If you want to follow the story, great. Although the one thing I remember getting, I, and I, I never beat it. I don't know how far I got in it. I played it for a long time, but I, I don't know. I maybe did maybe half the story, but I remember really not liking the weapons. 
because you had to like change weapons and it didn't like nothing stopped. So you would be getting riddled with bullets and like there's a bat, there's a crowbar, and you'd have to scroll through your menu, like I need my machine gun, and you couldn't find and like I remember dying so often with the wrong weapon in my hands. I'm like, this, the, what, this is such a perfect game. How do they mess this up? So that was my one criticism, but, you know. I'm That's why it's not on my list. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great one. Um, now we are to our number sevens, and we'll start with Cliff. Seven. Oh, number seven. Uh, Double Dragon 2, The Revenge. Ah, colon. Ah. Don't forget colon. the colon. Never forget the colon. Double Dragon 2 The Revenge. I, I, I could never have come up with what the <laughs> after the colon was. I don't I don't yeah. remember. I remember the heck out of Double Dragon. I I had to look up the after colon part. I, I just remembered Double Dragon 2. Um, this was, again, uh, this was a Nintendo game I had. And I played this game a lot. Um, again, because I could play with a friend. Um, you could play... You know, at the same time on the same screen and fight the guys or, you know, like Joust, reoccurring thing here, you could beat each other up. Yeah, I wanted to mention when you were talking and when you brought up Turtles and people coming, yeah, coming in, uh, and jumping in your yeah, game. Yeah, jumping in your game. Double Dragon yeah. at the arcade was the same way. Yeah. You're sitting there and all of a sudden this person comes in. Some a-hole walks up and, and yeah. suddenly you're in, the, you're in the fight of your life. <laughs> right. And, and the, you know, and you're like, why couldn't you come in and help me beat the boss? You know, right. they come in, they jump, and they run, jump over you, grab your hair, and flip you right. across the screen. Oh, like, barrel what the you. frick? Like, Billy and Jimmy Lee were meant to fight together, not against each other. That's right. Uh, but yeah, that's this was kind of PTSD about <laughs> Double Dragon. But this was really the first I, game. See, I thought Cliff was what? gonna be the worst at this, but he is having such a good time re- re- <laughs> going down memory lane. I think it's because I'm not that passionate about it, so it's just oh, kind I'll of fun it. for I me. The ones that you are passionate about are yeah. really. I get worked. Yeah, I get worked up. Um, but this was the first one I can really remember, like memorizing moves to. Like, the combinations to do a certain kick or jump. And, like, I can still remember, like, the back and forth. And you hit A, B, and back and forth at the same time. And they would jump up and, like, the kick back and did this weird thing. That was my move. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, it was a Counterclockwise swirl. Right, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Like I said, though, that, that, that one, I always, the move that I remember is jumping over the person. You and grab you their hair flip and you them. flip them yeah. across the screen. Yeah, so, yeah, nothing Excellent. too, no big story or anything like that. It was just a, it was just a. The fun. bosses were impossible to beat. They right. were so hard. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this game was not on his list. No. no. That's alright, I like Double Dragon. Um, my number seven was a PS3 game. Again, I said I like story. Um, this is from 2011. It was a big hit. Mass Effect 2. Um, I, I just, I love this game. It, uh, you're Commander Shepard. If you want to be a girl Commander Shepard or a guy Commander Shepard, you could, uh, you could change the appearance and things to suit you, but, um, it just had a, a great cast of characters. You're basically the Kirk of the whole thing. You've got your ship, the Normandy, and you have all your uh, people working on your ship, and you fly through space 
doing all these uh, missions and uh, having meetings with the elusive man played by Martin Sheen. And it was just fantastic. There was a, uh, just so many, uh, you develop the relationships with everybody through the whole game. I mean, it, it has a lasting fandom. People love that story played over. Uh, there was a lot of controversy with the sequel with the third one people not liking real well and I, and I, I liked it alright but two is the sweet spot I, I, I really love that uh, so if you ever see N7 uh, I see people wear that logo and stuff but you know that's massive there's a lot of uh, merchandise like in diamond catalog every month so I bet it's still people yeah, that all lo- it's that just, logo and a lot yeah. of the ships and different thing and the art of Mass Effect and you know the, yeah. the people love pouring over the diagrams of the ships and yeah. yep all right Jordan your number seven. speaking of spaceships yeah uh, mine again I'm I'm bad at video games <laughs> there I games for me to like a game it has to be a very certain type I'm terrible at first person shooters I can't I can't figure out maps. I walk into walls. I'm terrible at driving games. I'm terrible at <laughs> flying games. Like, I loved Afterburner, going to Showbiz Pizza and getting in oh, the thing. Yeah. But I crashed within 10 seconds and wasted my... You had to put in 50 cents. It wasn't just a quarter. <laughs> I'm terrible at them. But for some reason, I adore Star Wars Rogue Squadron from Nintendo 64. Okay, I think we've got a problem. All it is is dogfighting. You're in an X-Wing... An A wing, Y wing, yeah, you, there's several different ships you can pick, but it's just blasting Tie fighters and going on missions. What else do you on, need? On the, you know, you're on Tatooine, or you know, they just send you different places, and you either have to escort some rebel, you know, shipment, or you have to go hunt somebody down. And it's just, oh, it's so fun. When I was home for Christmas, I just, I played it. I, I was I think it was Christmas Eve. Everyone else was in bed. And I was there playing Rogue Squad, and I was like, "This is so fun." Well, when it, when this when Shadows of the Empire came out, the fandom clamored. We want a whole game of this first level. Everybody was like, "We got to fly a snow speeder. What? How can we fly everything?" Yeah. And so they made Rogue Squadron, and it was, just, it was just what everybody wanted after Shadows of the Empire. So I definitely had this game to play back. Awesome pick. Russ, your number seven. My number seven. Legend of Zelda two. Now, do you remember the rest of that name? Uh, was that a link to the past? No, no I don't remember the name. I don't remember. The I think name. it's the Adventures of Link. Was it the Adventures? I think like it's that. something generic like that. But I, I've never played the game. Yeah. So, so to me, it was a Link Trick Boogle. <laughs> Link Trick Boogle. <laughs> it was. Uh, you should be ashamed saying, of I'm yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was just quite a bit of a different type of game than the original Zelda game, which was an overhead mm-hmm. map view. That's what I remember. Yeah, yeah. So this was more which of a side. Why Zelda never appealed to me? Because that first game, I couldn't yeah. get into it. So right. I mean, that's one of the most storied franchises in gaming history. Right. Exactly. And you know what? And to be honest, I mean, after you know, I think Zelda three or something like that. I don't think we really ever played yeah. them anymore. But I mean, Zelda two for me, when it went from overhead to the side scrolling thing, um, was just it. It was a different kind of game. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it, it made it more of a Castlevania type yeah. side scrolling. Right. Um, but it was uh, this was the original Nintendo, right? Yes, NES. Yeah, yeah the original yeah. Nintendo. Yeah, I I 
again, I was never a Zelda person, and it has a huge following. Right? You know, I liked, I played, beat, right. the, beat the first game. Yeah. Um, that's the one I remember playing. I never really played any of the other ones, but I liked it. But I was, I was never like, oh, that's the greatest thing ever. But it, it, I might have liked that if it was change up the way. Yeah, you it play. was. It was. It was quite a. Twi- it was cu- quite a change. And this, these, all these games, these, you know, mid '80s, late '80s. Nintendo Power, the magazine. Oh, and, oh yeah, we got and, that. You know, I mean, everybody if that you got that because you had to know how to, you know, beat games and everything else. And, <laughs> you can't just Google on your phone that. Yeah, no, no, no. no. You the, had to actually subscribe to a magazine. Watch a walkthrough where they would they would talk about something. <laughs> we had to page through. <laughs> yeah, we actually had to read to look at pictures. But it was it was a good game. Six. All right, now we have, I guess I start this off, my number six was Cliff's number ten. Mm. This is a... Oh! Which he was surprised somebody else had it. I was I'm I'm curious what your crossover is. I I was surprised he had it. Uh, (laughs) This is is one of the first first first-person shooters... Um, it was on PC and just yep. like was amazing. Um, Wolfenstein 3D. 3D. I, I, I was waiting for you. You knew that's what it was going to be, yeah. Um, I remember my friend's dad had a really great computer and he, ha- he had a stereo store. And so he had huge speakers down mm-hmm. in the basement and the computer there on the desk. And I fell off that stool when that guy got Goon dog, you know. <laughs> I just remember I loved that. I just loved it. I can hear those doors opening and shutting, and I can hear like guys going Leon, and you know, just going through there and just starting to the left and going in every room and clearing out every level, and then eventually fighting, floating Hitler. Yeah, you know, with double Gatling guns or whatever he had, and just like so. Minecrafty. Oh, yeah. It looks, yeah. It, the graphics look Minecrafty, yeah. but I love them. But we thought, yeah. man, we thought they were great. Oh, those red oh. walls and the tur- <laughs> go eat a turkey and stuff. It's, it's so good. I, I'm so nostalgic for that game. I, I just love it. What, what, what do you remember? Just that. I mean, I, I can see it. Like, oh. every little aspect of it, I played for hours. Just thinking, this is the coolest type of game ever. We're talking 1992 here. So, I mean, this is a pretty early, I mean, I don't want to say early, but I mean, early PC games were like text games. Right. Which I remember playing a lot of those and hating hating them. Yeah, playing Zork, and then you might get, uh, oh, we played like Tunnels of Doom, where you were like a little block, and it was like a D&D type game. It was just like, we thought it was, your imagination had to do so much more work. Go but north. Now, yeah, right. But now pick this. up axe. I mean, it was awful. And then this thing comes in, and I'm, I'm I don't even know. I think my my mom worked at a computer store at the time in downtown Marietta, and I think she brought it home. And I was like, "This is awesome." Yeah, your mom must be awesome. She's bringing home <laughs> Wolfenstein. Yeah. Wasn't there some controversy? Like, well, it had I, Nazi symbols yeah, and Nazi. everything yeah, all over yeah, the place. Was, again, but, violence. Any any, any yeah. advancement in technology yeah, right. is going to be yeah. upset moms. Yeah, no, but now it's a joke uh, to think of that now. <laughs> but it, it's, it, I mean, uh, what's wrong with killing Nazis? I mean, come on, right? It, it's so so good. Just has so much character and. Again, it really was groundbreaking, the, the gameplay. 
All right. So, Jordan, you're number six. Okay, Cliff, I'm sorry, but if there's one drop I request, it is oh, some green jelly right now. <laughs> We're talking Maximum Carnage for the Super Nintendo, the Spider-Man game. Um, this was 1994, the height of comic book in overindulgence and crossovers yeah. and and speculators and foil covers and craziness. Um, actually, speaking of upset moms, I remember going to the store and like, Mom, I gotta buy Maximum Carnage. And she's like, what, what, what? Like, a game? Like, thinking, you know, Mortal Kombat and Spines being... I was like, it's a Spider-Man game. Oh, okay. And then she didn't care. But, um, yeah, based on the 13-issue crossover from the 90s, Spider-Man, Venom, Carnage. Yeah. We had symbiotes out the yin-yang. So this symbiotes. Game... <laughs> <laughs> so this game, it took its cutscene straight from the comic. It was panels from the yep. comic, and you could read along, and you knew exactly what was going on. And it brought in. They, you didn't get a whole lot with these supporting characters. We had Captain America, Black Cat, Iron Fist, Cloak and Dagger, Deathlock, Morbius, Firestar, like. The, for a comic nerd, like you never expected to see these characters in video games, even if it was just a brief little assist they would give you. Uh, the villains were Shriek, Doppelganger, Demogoblin, Carrion. So we had a huge cast of characters. And to me, I, I, again, I, I, I'm not a, I haven't played every game ever made, but this was the first game. I played some other superhero games earlier. And it was the same kind of kick, punch, jump. Mm-hmm. It wasn't much. But this, you know, Spider-Man could do backflips and climb up walls and swing on webs. And this, to me, was like, I'm Spider-Man. Like, this was the first time it felt like there was some acrobatics and some superhero stuff going on. And I I love that game. It's one of the few I beat because I played it nonstop. And the Super Nintendo is still hooked up at my mom's house in the room where, Let's my, go. where my nephews stay when they stay over at her house. And they were in there playing one day. They've been, they've been playing a lot of the other games. And they were playing this. Like, oh, punch the mugger. It's like, you want to play Uncle Jordan? I'm like, oh, let me take a crack at that. And I'm like, boom, 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 boom. Backflip up to the thing. Oh, there's a heart up there. Get some help. And they were like, their eyes were like, what's happening? It was, again, it was the muscle memory came right back. <laughs> Spin kick, you know, flip over the guy. Uh, web him up to a wall. I'm like, oh. See, the rest of us, we just played these games for fun. Jordan was preparing for a career. <laughs> <laughs> I got to know how to do everything Spider-Man. We loved it. Yeah, that, that game, I didn't get into the game as much, but that comic book series yeah. is what really got me into Spider-Man. Um, I loved Venom, and I still, I mean, he's one of my favorite comic characters. Oh, and you got to play as Venom, too. When you beat the first level, then you got yeah. to pick... You could go to San Francisco and be Venom or stick with Spider-Man, and it was two different tracks on the story, which I'd never seen in a game before. But uh, Carnage, uh, Cletus, first of all, Cletus, seriously, come on. You <laughs> wish your name was Cletus. But, well, you know, I, yeah, I, you know what, maybe. So, but, you know, the, the last name Cassidy, um, oh, yeah. it, you know, so it, it, it was like, oh, really? You know, even though it's spelled different, it was still kind of cool, that, you know. Yeah. But, uh, so, it, I loved the... the, the uh, that series. That's awesome. What is your number six? Castlevania One. The, the original first Castlevania yes. for the Nintendo. That that game 
I hated that game. It's <laughs> <laughs> his number six. Is the wrong list? I, it was, oh my goodness, it was, it was one of those things where, you know, being Simon Belmont, it, it was... It was what cool. was the story to that? Well, I mean, I think the big thing was that you know he was he was a vampire hunter. Right, you right. know, his whole family, you know, for many generations were you know came from a generation family generation of vampire hunters, and uh, the whips. I, for me, I think the thing that I liked about it the most was you know you start out with this crappy whip. And then you get a better whip, and then you get an even better whip, and then you get you know throwing daggers, and, you know all these different different things that you got upgradable weapons, um, and it was it was just it was different than Mario, where technically you didn't have weapons, but it was that's what I think what stuck out in my head, and, and just spending so much time playing that game, trying to beat it, even though I don't know that I ever actually did. Yeah, I, I played it. I it definitely was, never beat it. But yeah, I like that. But I mean, it's a classic, well-known, one of the most well-known NES games, and has persisted over the years. They're still making right, the new, exactly the new the animated part, yeah, the animated series. Yep. All right, Cliff, you're number six. Uh, I guess I got to be the guy. Sports. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So one of the first things I thought about was. Madden. But even before Madden. But even before Madden. <laughs> and I played a lot of Madden over the years. Um, you know. I should have guessed. If there, if, I, if there was one thing on your list, I probably should have guessed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the very first one, the Nintendo one, that really, before Madden started the whole craze was Tecmo Bo- Bo- Super Bowl. Yep. <laughs> Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. <laughs> Um, this was actually the first football game that got licensing from the NFL and the Players Association. So we actually had real NFL teams with the real NFL players, which was a huge deal back in the day. Yep. Um, especially, you know, the, now if you're a Browns fan like Russ and I, we were disappointed because Bernie Kosar wasn't in the game. It it just said quarterback Browns quarterback yeah. number nineteen. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, the name because cool. there were a few players that this had something to do with like the the quarterback club that they had going on back in the day. But anyways, um, besides yeah, that, that we deep dive into the Cleveland matter. Browns. Yes, <laughs> going off on the off the rails. Uh, but yeah, this was the first game, and do you remember the cutscene? That's what oh, I remember. Yeah. The, the music yeah. and the cutscenes, and it, they were, you know, they didn't even, the teams didn't even have logos. Yeah, no. Proper uniforms yeah. or anything like that. It was just brown and orange or <laughs> black and gold, you know, silver yeah, or whatever. It was, it was there no logos, basic. yeah. Um, but this, this was a, this was a game, you know, this was an industry changer in, in sports games. Um, because before this, you just, you had football or basketball, and, and if you were, this was about the time where you got players' names on a, on a certain game, it would just be one or two players. But you can get the full team. You can get the full experience. Um, so this game was actually based, it came out in like 91, it was based on the 1990-91, uh, NFL season, so that was the schedule you played. 
you played the 90-91 season schedule. There was no variation of it. You're, you're right, Jordan. He is the most excited about it out of this. <laughs> I any of us. I'm waiting for him to compare it to Joust. Because yeah. every game he's mentioned, he's like, well, it's kind of like Joust in that it does that. <laughs> well, two players can play against each other. <laughs> Bernie goes our road and ostrich down the uh, Oh, that would have been awesome. Oh, oh um, my gosh. But yeah, this was just... I love this game. I played this game with my friends in the neighborhood forever. Um, and I still remember the stupid cutscenes and the halftime Tecmo Bowl show. Um, it was just the lame music. It was all wonderful and great. <laughs> and give us a brief hit Legend of Bo Jackson, if the kids don't oh. know. Bo Jackson was unbeatable. Everyone in this wanted game. to play. Yes, he was bonus. faster. You couldn't tackle him. Um, it was just, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Which is the true Bo Jackson. It was true to life because yeah. no one could stop that. Since you mentioned Joust, I gotta tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a whole segment about that. <laughs> in World of Warcraft. There was actually an the area ostrich. where you would actually get on an ostrich. You talk to a guy, get on an ostrich, and go inside of this cave, and you were flying on this ostrich throughout the game, trying to get you know what these coins or whatever, and, and bust these buzzards. It was just hilarious. Maybe it should have been higher on my list. <laughs> Maybe it should have. Been. <laughs> I'm going. Oh, all right. Yeah. That's awesome. Five. All right, we got our number fives. We're, we're half halfway done. through. Oh, my goodness. How are we looking, Cliff? Uh, we're at hour 23. Are we this, still recording? This yes. is going to be a... Are we still recording? Might be, podcast. might be a two-parter. Okay. Has the computer run out of space? <laughs> okay, so we're going into our top half here, our number five. Uh, we would start with Jordan, but Jordan, someone has it higher on their list. It's kind of expected. We would go with Russ, but Russ, somebody has yours higher on their yeah. list. So, Cliff, you get to go again. The floor is mine. I'm going through my whole list right here, people. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Smith, give it to us. Number five, I didn't expect anybody else to have this one. This was uh, a game. No, because you picked, like, the not the version, I would think. Yeah, really? I'm not saying anything wrong yeah. with it. I'm just saying you, I played this game and not the You played sequel. the first one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this is Torok 2, colon. Oh, Oh, wow. Seeds of Evil. This was where you fought the alien. The first one was was like hugely dinosaur. Yeah, Yeah, there was a Torok Dinosaur Hunter was a huge success. I I played the heck out of that game. But But this this is actually the game I was talking about. We used to rent this. We didn't even own it. Um, I had the 64, and me and my two buddies would go almost every week and rent this stupid game. Why we didn't just go out and buy it, I'll, I'll never understand. But we would get a couple cases of beer, noon on a Friday, go rent this game, and that was our... We would play till like 4 in the morning. And we didn't even play the story mode. We didn't even play the actual game. All we did, over and over and over, this had a battle mode. And this was the first game we had really discovered a true... Where you could hunt each other and just shoot the crap out of each other and hide, and they had crazy weapons, laser guns and bows and stuff that bounced off walls, and you could hide and, and crouch down and so you do want these to crazy, them, yeah, the angles that they come at you. <laughs> like I, I mean, I'm stretching. What would what would that be like? <laughs> <laughs> but we we thought this game was we we thought it was hilarious at the time, and we thought it was groundbreaking, even though it really 
wasn't that groundbreaking. I mean, Goldeneye was out there and stuff like that, of course. But this is the Cut one we out. discovered on our own <laughs> and made it our made it our game on on all those nights. So yeah, it was just a lot of fun. Um, there's probably only two other people would, <laughs> that I played this game with that would have this on their list also. But it had a cool name, Torok. Torok. And, uh, yeah. Based on a comic book. Yeah. yeah. Alright, my number five. I'm going to be that guy who picks the most cliched franchise, but sometimes the ones that sell the most happens because they're good. Uh, I played, you know, started with the first one, the first Call of Duty. And we, you know, we played it as always World War Two. Uh, we played that and two and three, and you know, we just get together, guys, and play that. But when we, my favorite one is uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. Um, just played hundreds of hours with my friends, you know, at everyone's houses in here in the living room. Um, playing split screen. It was the last one of those that was still split screen. And it was kind of the end of... It was about the time I got into board games. Because this was the last game that you could still be in a room with people playing a video game. And now it's you usually are playing online. Uh, everybody's staying at their own house. So I, now I use these to get people together. But just such a great first person shooter but mostly what I love towards the multiplayer uh, game and it, it was just it had taken it to such a new level all the boards are that, on that are classic well known boards you know you got Afghan Estate and Rust and the Terminal and you know, I can't think of all of them but, but it, it's so much fun just had so much fun uh, getting, getting to play with those guys and um it has to be up there just for how much we played it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Cooper had this game. Um, and he, him and Colton used to make me try and play it with them. And of course, they had like everything memorized. I couldn't move and look a different way. Like, I, I just wasn't coordinated. Like, Torok was fine. You know, I just had to move like one thumb and shoot, right? <laughs> This game took it to a new level where you could control your head and look and move, look one way and run another way. And it usually resulted in me in the corner. They would sneak up on me, not even waste a bullet, and just stab me um, until I would quit. Well, the Nintendo 64 had that, you know, that crazy upside-down W thing. Yeah. Controller. Oh, yeah. I love that controller. With the thumb toggle. Yep. All right, Jessies, that's going to do it for this episode of Kapow, the Pop Culture Podcast. Our recording ran extra long this night, so we're going to have to split this episode up into two parts. So stay tuned for our picks numbers four all the way to one on the next episode of Kapow, the Pop Culture Podcast. In the meantime, you can find us at www.udownwithkpp.com, at the Kapow Podcast on the Twitter, or, of course, always on our Facebook page. Until then, goodbye forever. Uh, let me see. Uh, it's a me, Mario. Okay. He even does that better than Michael. Oh, see? Oh, you're the new guy. What's we got, no. we <laughs> got a new regular. You're in. <laughs>
How's your pits? Let's see. Yeah. First armpit. <laughs> How's your pits? <laughs> First armpit picture I see online, you're out. <laughs> Kapow, the pop culture podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com.